Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Basement Talk Podcast Fantasy Show. Happy Tuesday. Happy Waiver Day. Ed Birdsall here. And we have a very special guest joining the program. You are actually going to be hearing Jake. Simone, no, spoiler alert, Jake's here. You're actually going to be hearing Jake all week. He's going to be on the waiver show today. He's going to be on the preview show on Wednesday. And then, of course, per usual, because hell would freeze over if this man were to miss a mailbag. He's going to be on the Saturday mailbag, as he normally is. Jake, how are we? Happy waiver day. It's a good week. We got the baseball playoffs. I'm not commenting on that until a potential future date. Yes, we are We are recording this Monday night, by the way. So the Yankees have not played yet. Um, and, and we both are... Uh, choosing to partake in alcohol consumption yes just which is probably safe for our overall well-being yes we will ignore the baseball playoffs until another date we have basketball this week nets Mm -hmm. kentucky knicks that's always exciting the kentucky knicks let me tell you obi toppin is really taking those strides this year we're gonna see obi toppin just dunk like never before for 82 games for the New York Knicks when he's his playing time is bumped from 15 minutes tonight to maybe 20 if we're really lucky. Yeah, those exciting times ahead. And of course, week seven, DeAndre Hopkins back Thursday night football. Uh, Stuff to look for. And Michael Thomas is not playing again this week. Who, who could have seen uh, it coming? Is, who, who could have seen that coming? Who could have seen that coming? So, yes, we do have some injury, some injury news that we have to get to. And let's just start right with the with the Cardinals. Hollywood Brown is going to be out for an unspecified period of time. There are reports out there that are saying that it's going to be six weeks with a fracture in his foot. Other sources out there are saying the entire season. I've heard both. I don't want to say which one I'm going to lean towards, but you have to treat this as as if it's going to be a long-term absence. So what did the Cardinals do today? They Activated DeAndre Hopkins. He is now in the active 53-man roster, and they traded for Robbie Anderson. So before we get to DeAndre Hopkins, let's actually start with Robbie Anderson. Jake, do you think Robbie Anderson has some sort of fantasy appeal now that he is in Arizona? Way more than he did in Carolina, but still not a guy I, I would like to rely upon, if that makes sense. I think he's worth rostering. I think he's worth a, a speculative ad. But with the, I mean, if there was no Hollywood and there was no DeAndre Hopkins, it could be a different story. But I think now that DeAndre Hopkins is back, it's time to get back to regular, regularly scheduled programming for the Arizona Cardinals moving forward. Rest of season, who would you rather have in a twelve-man league, Robbie Anderson or Nico Collins? Robbie. Robbie Anderson, or just trying to pull some names out of my back of my head, Robbie Anderson or Josh Palmer. Robbie. Robbie Anderson or Robert Woods, rest of the season? Woods. Robbie Anderson or Traylon Burks, rest of the season? Is Traylon Burks even going to play sometime? Isn't he on IR? He's on IR. Give me Robbie. Robbie Anderson or Isaiah McKenzie? Robbie, but it's close. Okay. Robbie Anderson or Adam Thielen? Thielen, not close. Robbie Anderson or a guy we're going to be talking about in this waiver show today, even though I really did not want to, Chase Claypool. Claypool. Okay. Okay. So basically rest of the season you have him as like a top – he's a top 50 guy. Yeah. Thereabouts. I don't don't think Robbie Anderson is going to win you your fantasy football league this year. Long story short. 
Well, let's move from Robbie Anderson to now Rondell Moore. Another guy we'll be talking about today. Is he worth picking up just briefly before we go into talking about DeAndre Hopkins? We'll talk more about Rondell Moore when we get there. Yeah, he's worth an ad in 12-man leagues for sure. But again, not really a guy I would like to start. Yep. I would like to avoid him. As for DeAndre Hopkins... There were concerns from some fantasy managers that were out there that DeAndre Hopkins would have to compete for targets with Hollywood Brown when he was back. Well, that'll have to be put on hold for, for six weeks minimum. Yeah, that wasn't happening anyway, but sure. <laughs> now he, I mean, now DeAndre Hopkins is, is walking back into an offense where he is going to be the alpha for Kyler Murray, or at least he should be on paper. And they can't run the ball either. No. Or stop anybody, which no. is... Wonderful for fantasy managers. DeAndre Hopkins is the last hope for this Kyler Cliff Kingsbury era in Arizona. He's going to need to pull some miracle work out of his ass to to save man. this team because they're 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 in bad shape. They're in really bad. I tell shape. you what, though, man, if they if they hire a good coach this offseason, I'm going to be all over the Cardinals' offense next year. I know it's really off topic, but. I think Kingsbury is just an awful coach. Him and Matt Rule. Stop hiring college guys. If, if it's not Jim Harbaugh, just don't hire a college guy. They That's they don't fair. work. That's fair. They don't work. Going to Washington, Carson Wentz. He is going to be missing time with a finger injury. I reported this last week. They believe that the injury was, in fact, similar to the injury that Dak Prescott suffered. Proves it is the same amount of time that he's going to be out, four to six weeks. So Taylor Heineke is going to step in for the Washington Commanders. And let's just very briefly go through the Washington Commanders options and and just say whether it's stock up or stock down for these guys. So let's start with the running back, Brian Robinson. Stock up, stock down. Stock up. Yeah, I think so. I think so in a, in a, in a big way. I have him as a top 36 play this week. I like him a lot. Yeah, definitely stock up on him. Terry McLaurin. Stock way up. It's yeah. There's hope. There's there's there that's what we needed for as Terry. I mean, listen, obviously, you know, we're not wishing upon injuries, but like, you know, so the break we needed. If you wanted to get your investment back on Terry McLaurin, unfortunately, where I own him, it may be a little too late, but who knows? Fantasy is an interesting game. Terry McLaurin or DK Metcalf. Moving forward. Give me McLaurin now. Terry McLaurin or Tyler Lockett? Can't believe we're even having this conversation, but still, give me McLaurin. I know Geno's been good, bro, but like, mm-hmm. like you know you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. You, you expect the wheels to fall off eventually. It's, with it's, Seattle. it's, it's gonna. Okay. Terry McLaurin or Keenan Allen? Is Keenan, let's say Keenan Allen plays next week. Give me Keenan, Keenan Allen. Allen plays next week. Yeah, give me Keenan Allen. Yeah, give me Keenan as well. Terry McLaurin or DeAndre Hopkins? DeAndre Hopkins. I don't think that's particularly close either. Just rewinding for a second back to DeAndre Hopkins. Are you saying that you expect him to be low-end top, wide receiver one? Top 12. Wide receiver two rest of the season? Top 12 fantasy wide receiver rest of the season. Okay. Okay. I, I would say to start, I have him as like a top 15 top 20 play but as to where he could be in a couple weeks time yeah we could be talking about him as a top 12 option 
consistently. Yeah, that that's my expectation. Yeah. Yeah, I think it'll take it'll take time and he's got a tough matchup on Thursday versus New Orleans. But he'll he'll work his way back. I, I'm not you, too worried. Where do but, you think he gets drafted in redrafts next year? Just out of curiosity. Ooh. Second, third round guy. That's tough. You still think you still he's not going to be a fifth or sixth round guy again like he was this year. Really depends on what happens with him rest of season. If the Cardinals offense just stinks, let's say it's a top twelve fantasy fantasy season rest of season. Oh, if it's a if if he's a if he finishes as a top twelve option for the last eleven twelve weeks, oh, he'll be a a round two round three pick. I would think at, at full point. Yeah, I don't know. I th- I think he's gonna absolutely kill it when he gets back. I really, <laughs> I'm keeping my fingers crossed because I, I I need him in, uh, in that matchup. That matchup Thursday night is it's not as bad as a matchup as it has been in years past. The Saints. I mean, we just saw what the Bengals did to the Saints. Yeah, yeah. It's it, it, it on paper it's good. Yeah, on paper it is good. I received this offer in one of my leagues. This is for DeAndre Hopkins, and I I know we're stuck on DeAndre Hopkins, but and we'll talk we'll talk about the Commanders in a second. But would you take this deal? For a team that needs that needs running backs, and this team does need running backs on three and three. I was offered Miles Sanders for DeAndre Hopkins straight up. Are your receivers in like a really good place? My receivers right now are Stefan Diggs, Cortland Sutton, and Jalen Waddle. I would do the deal. My flex is a little lacking, and that's where at that's where Hopkins eh, would have gone. I mean, gone. listen, if it was your flex, if if yeah, I don't know, Miles Sanders. That's part of the problem. Is that yeah, it's it's Miles Sanders. It's not a it's not a sexy name by any means. I, I think I think I see what Hopkins looks like this week because I think even if he puts up a meh week, I think that deal could still be on the table. Okay. All right, so then just start Hopkins. Yeah, I mean, it could be worse. Okay. Uh, So, yes, going back to the commanders, uh, Curtis Samuel, stock up, stock down. Stock down. Stock plummeting. Are you trading Curtis Samuel for anything that you could possibly get this week? We discussed this earlier. Yes, I am. I'm glad. He, he will be back where he belongs. And what did I say? Three weeks' time. You will see Curtis Samuel on waivers. Mm-hmm. Where he be- where exactly where he belongs, folks. Agreed. Uh, then how about Logan Thomas? Stock like maybe, when he returns. Like, when he returns. And when he returns, it's like not up or down. It's just like a linear plateau. Yeah, plateau. you really do. You, you really want to star him anyway? You know what I'm saying? Mm-mm. No, yeah. no. Well, thanks. No thanks. I'm good. Antonio Gibson. <laughs> Yeah. Stock non-existent. Not non-existent. Not non-existent. No, thank you. I actually do think kind of low-key, JD McKissick and 12 team leagues could be an interesting little stash. That stock up. I mean, last year that was kind of like Heineke's uh little security blanket. Mm-hmm. Could be an interesting one. Yeah, could Gibson. Be a very interesting one. Gibson. <laughs> no. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, uh, some more injury news for for all of those, Jake. We're we're, we're talking about a good friend of ours because Randall Cobb 
is expended extend expected blah, 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 expected to miss time due to a, an ankle injury. They're talking about it being a high ankle sprain, which could hold them out for a couple of weeks. I'm shocked, big shocker. But you know who might be coming off of IR this week? Sammy Watkins, right? Sammy Watkins. Jake, are you adding Sammy Watkins no. anywhere? No. No. What 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 are the Packers doing, bro? Like Robbie Anderson gets traded for what a sixth round pick today. You couldn't trade a sixth round pick. Yep. <laughs> after that game, after what we've seen the last three, I mean, really, it makes no sense to me. It makes zero sense. And and Romeo Dobbs is is. It, I'm telling you, I watched that whole game yesterday. He's not that good, bro. Mm-mm. He is not. He he's. I don't think he's it. I think Christian Watson might be their their best hope. Yeah, he could be. He that could kid be. isn't. That kid's not that good. And one more little news item for everybody. Deshaun Jackson is scheduled to visit the oh, Baltimore Ravens brother. on Tuesday. Jake? He's going to be a thing. if he, he will be a thing at some point, like he always is. I was literally and about to ask you, do you think that he could potentially be a thing? He will be a thing, but let me make another assurance to people out there. There will be some form of soft tissue injury within two weeks of his uh, – you, you know that's coming. Probably. That is a very safe and logical assumption. I'm surprised the Packers don't have him on their radars. A veteran aging used to be good receiver that has notorious soft tissue injuries that fits the criteria. Who could you be talking about? No idea. Yeah. No idea. Well, let's go on to waivers and there are definitely going to be fantasy managers out there. They're going to need some help this week, given you have the bills you have the Rams, you have the Vikings, and you have the Eagles all on by. So Josh Allen, Stefan Diggs, Cooper Cup, Dalvin Cook, Justin Jefferson, Jalen Hurts, Dallas Goddard, AJ Brown, all on by this week. So this is this is a mini a mini by a mini by Mageddon before we get to week eight, where yeah, there are a good amount of teams on by in week eight. But let's Hop into waivers. Let's start with the quarterbacks. Jake, I just wrote some names down of guys that I think could be good, good spot starts in case anybody is missing a Josh Allen or Jalen Hurts, Kirk Cousins, even who has been uh, pretty good. And one of the first names that actually jumped into my head, shockingly enough, was Daniel Jones of the New York Giants plays Jacksonville this week then gets Seattle next week, both on the road, but then has his bye. I think that he could be a really, really good spot start if you're looking for a guy that can get you 15, 20 fantasy points. I think Daniel Jones would be that guy. I think so as well. Jacksonville really can't stop a cold. Just a little bit of a spoiler alert. I think Jacksonville wins that game for whatever it's worth. A little bit of a fishy spread for the people uh, tallying at home. Um, but yeah, I know. I think Daniel Jones could run in for a touchdown. We all know that they can't stop a cold on defense. Um, should be a fairly competitive game, but you know, I think Daniel Jones is a good shout. Would I want to start him? No, I, I still think there could be some better options out there than Daniel Jones, but yeah, I hear you. Daniel Jones or the next guy we're talking about Marcus Mariota against the Bengals. Give me Jones. I would say Jones as well, but Marcus Mariota, he he could be a really really nice start. 
he's not going to cost you that much. That's, that's the thing with a lot of these with a lot of these quarterbacks too. With 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 Fab, if you didn't beat the waiver wire with a lot of these guys, which by the way, that is also something that I highly recommend. If you are able in your leagues to put guys that are out onto IR and you have empty roster spots, fill them with a spare defense for next week if you stream defense, or if you know you have a quarterback or a running back or whomever on by, find his replacement and just hold them. So that way you don't have to go and try and compete with everybody else on waiver wire. That's what I did one in one league with, with Daniel Jones. So that's something that just you could definitely consider. But with Marcus Mariota, he's not going to cost you that much. He looked great against San Francisco, the number one defense in the National Football League. Marcus Mariota made them look like nothing. It's not necessarily the passing, Jake, that really makes me intrigued with Mariota. It's what he can do with his legs. Yeah, I would say I have two other guys that I had in mind. I'm curious to hear what you have to say, but like that's not terrible. But I still think there could be somebody a little bit better on your waiver wire. I think we're going to get to the next one right now. I, I, I believe so, given the absolute monster showing that he had in week six versus the Jaguars. That's Matt Ryan. Yeah, I, I even think same game. Ryan Tannehill's a decent little stream, too. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that's a bad stream either. I think both quarterbacks. Always a lot of points game. scored in those games, too, between the Colts and the Titans. And I don't really think, again, I don't think Matt Ryan, there's not going to be anybody that's going to be going crazy for Matt Ryan, even after he had a monster, monster game. I'd rather start Matt Ryan than Marcus Mariota or Daniel Jones this week. Um, Is Jonathan Taylor back? Let's say he is. I would rather start Matt Ryan. Yeah. Because I, I if it's if it's like Philip Lindsay, because Deion Jackson hurt, Nine oh, Deion Jackson know. is hurt. Yes, Deion Jackson is hurt. He has a thigh. He has a thigh injury. Oh, brother! Thank, that, thank you for your service. Yeah, Deion thank Jackson. you, thank you for the one week. <laughs> yeah, never one, hear from you again. A true one week wonder in Deion Jackson. Thank you so much. We'll be talking. We'll be, we'll be telling our children this. Hey, we, uh, ten years ago when I was playing fantasy football, I started a guy called Deion Jackson, who got twenty eight points for me in full point PPR. We'll never hear from him again. That He's, probably not. But yeah, both quarterbacks in this Colts Titans game, I could definitely see how you would go and want to start them. Matt Ryan, I think his upcoming schedule, though, is very, very, very favorable at Tennessee, at home versus Washington and at New England. I think those are three matchups where maybe if if you live on streaming quarterback, that could be your guy that you're starting for the next three weeks, pending, of course that Jonathan Taylor is back. I'm not so sure if he could do it again if there's no Jonathan Taylor because it's pretty obvious to dissect that the Colts really are not much of a threat in the run game if there's no Jonathan Taylor. But then again, Deion Jackson went and put up 28 points, mainly because Matt Ryan checked it down to him eight, nine times. Yeah. Naheem Hines is interesting if Jonathan Taylor can't go because I think Naheem Hines will be cleared. I think so too. I, I think he will be. I think Olave will be. And I think Fryer move will be. Let me tell you something. I'm looking at the schedule right now. This might be the worst week of games I've seen in a long time. All these games are terrible. Yeah. I mean, sun. I mean, Sunday night. Sorry to get off topic, but just like, what the hell? Like, what is this? <laughs> Miami Pittsburgh. Like what? And then isn't Monday? Who's Monday night? I know Monday. Oh, night's a bad oh one no! Too. Oh, oh, oh! No, no, no! Yes, it's the Patriots are hosting. 
the Chicago Bears that was and it. Justin that was... Fields. We, we are, I just can't wait to see them again on primetime. That was the one that I had in my head. This, this is the one Monday night game I really don't want any part of. No, no, <laughs> me neither. Let me ask you. Let me ask you this. First streamer. Whoever's starting for the Patriots, would you start him? No. Would you start Justin Fields? Absolutely. Against Belichick? Are you crazy? Okay. All right. So Justin Fields would be would be the guy uh, if you're looking for that. And also, I, I am going to say Jameis Winston. I, is he going to start this week? Uh, potentially. I th- what's wrong with him? On Andy a short Dalton? week. On a short I, week, I, I, I don't, really I don't want to see him. I really struggle to believe that Jameis Winston's going to be back on a short week. I think they give him the week, give him the ten days, give him the mini buy, and then he's back next week. I don't. I I think Dalton's going to win this game on Thursday night, bro. Andy Dalton's played really good. He has played good. I I would. Why Why would they go back to Jameis? Uh, maybe the ability to push the ball downfield would be would would be it. But with to Andy who? Dalton understands that Jameis doesn't understand. We've talked about it in this podcast a thousand times. You got to get the ball to your best player, and your best player is Alvin Kamara. And Alvin Kamara has had his two best games of the year with Andy Dalton. Yeah, I don't want to see Jameis Winston again this year. Uh, just a, a a quick little sidebar: If you're an Alvin Kamara manager, you're trying to sell him high. Yeah, he hasn't scored yet, mind you. Yeah, it makes you think he's really due to start scoring, huh? You would think so, but then again. I've had Alvin Kamara where he scored two touchdowns the entire year. So, yeah, I feel like he scores in bunches. He has like either like a three touchdown day or no, or like three weeks without a touchdown. Hey, you know who has a touchdown before Alvin Kamara does? Rashid Shahid. I believe it. Yeah, I don't know, man. Um, probably if I if Jameis Winston is coming back, I think I would. I don't know. I mean, Saints, I guess. And I like Jameis too, but like Dalton's played really well. Who are the two names that you're targeting? For Alvin Kamara? Uh, no, to stream this week at the quarterback position. Oh, I mean, you can go same game like I told you with Ryan Tannehill mm-hmm. and um, Matt Ryan. Also, I don't know what the percentages of owned, but I think Derek Carr is a really, really strong play this week. I believe he's around 70. So that's not really quite waiver territory. Right. Um, how about Trevor Lawrence against the against the Giants? He's around 65, 70 as well. Also, he's gotten really up there. Yeah, I think I would have to stick with the same game, to be honest with you. I'm I'm not going to sit here and say, you know, like Monday night game, I'm not streaming the Steelers starter on Sunday night. What about just a stash? What about Taylor Heineke? Maybe not necessarily play him right away, but what about just holding him yeah. on your bench, seeing how he does? Maybe. If I was in, not, not in single QB leagues, in my opinion, no. Okay, only in Superflex. Only in Superflex or a 2QB league, yeah. Okay. Let's go to the running back position. Number one guy that I want this week, Kenyon Drake. Because it looks like <laughs> he's going to be the starter. Oh, man. You... can't go, and just here we go. <clears throat> here we go again. Man, you must hate yourself. I really do. Because you're going to see Mike Davis score this week now when you pick up Kenyon Drake and start him. 100%. 100%. This sucks. Uh, I, I, don't, I really don't know what they're going to do with J.K. Dobbins because that knee is not cooperating. Such a bust. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. But you know what? If you could get – this is not one you go crazy for because this is not a very good waiver week. 
if you could get Kenyon Drake for in the range of maybe three to seven bucks, you do it. But you don't go crazy for him. Like, I am not, there's no way, shape, or form am I going to be putting in a bid for Kenyon Drake that is even in the range of $10, $11. I think that's crazy. Oh, yeah. He's one of those guys I probably won't even bid on because I know I'll get outbid, to be to be quite honest with you. I agree. I agree. I think he is one of those guys that you, that you just know that someone is going to spend stupid money on, and it's just not worth it. Agreed. How about another one that I have down here, Rashad White, 34% rostered. He passes the eye test in a lot of different ways. In deep leagues, he is he you could start him reasonably as a flex in PPR. The only issue that I have is the ceiling is incredibly capped as long as Leonard Fournette is healthy. If something happens to Leonard Fournette, you're talking about Rashad White as a top 12 running back on a weekly basis. Yeah, I could see them potentially bringing in somebody to be annoying, a la Devontae Freeman or Marlon Mack. If uh, Marlon Mack's, I think, on the uh, 49ers active roster, so I don't think that'll work. But you get my gist there. Someone like that. Someone like that to be very annoying it, it could definitely be in the cards. How much would you spend on Rashad White? If he's available in the 66% of leagues, which, by the way, is absolutely mental. If you're, would, Leonard, if you're yeah. a Leonard Fournette manager, you, you got to roster him. White. What are you doing? If I owned Leonard Fournette, I'd probably drop like a third of my budget, to be quite honest with you. If I didn't and I was counting on more standalone value and I needed an injury, maybe like 15. Okay. Okay. What about Mike Boone? No, thanks. I think it, Latavius Murray is a little more intriguing than him. For the touchdown factor, you I, he's going to be a thing. I know it. Bold prediction. You ready? For, you ready for this one? I think Latavius Murray scores Monday Night Football. Am I starting him? Hell no. No, no, no. It's this week. Bugging out. Yeah, I mean, I think I think he could. Um, he was definitely someone that I was thinking about mentioning, but uh, as far as Boone goes, nah. I think even if there's an injury to Gordon, still a nah. I think this is really a week to talk about the stashes and one stash that I definitely want to bring up. And maybe you could even potentially start him in the next couple of weeks, depending on what happens two stashes in this backfield. Well, go, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, no, 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 no. I want you to go. I don't think you're going to pick mine. Well, the, the, the number one that I, that I have in mind is Damian Williams with Not the mate. Atlanta, with the Atlanta Falcons. That's one that I would consider picking up. He is eligible to come off of IR in week seven. That would be one that I would consider, but are you starting him right away? No, no. I, I mean, honestly, the Huntley didn't look terrible yesterday. He, no, nope. I, I believe he got the most touches out of him and Tyler Algier too, if I'm not mistaken. Uh there was a one touch difference between the two, but Huntley did lead. Yes, and I don't know. He passes. The, I kind of like Huntley. He passes the eye test. Yeah, Damian Williams does not pass the eye test, so no. it's an interesting little stash, but like. Nah. Who are your two? Who are your two stashes? All right. So stash number one, because I think he's an injury away from a great situation with the state of things. How about Malcolm Brown for the Los Angeles Rams? If something happens sure. to Darrell Henderson, sure. 
I don't think Kyron Williams. Is, I don't think he's coming back this year, right? Kyron Williams. I believe he. Was, uh, he's eligible to come off of IR within the next couple of weeks, but they haven't made a determination on that. I don't think he. I believe in training camp they said it was a season-ending injury, but I could be wrong. Um, it says here he is expected from the uh, back from the IR soon. Uh, that's somebody I would go take a look at. Yeah, they drafted him. And I, yeah, probably too late in Dynasty. But in redraft, re- in redraft, absolutely. 12, 14 team leagues, he's worth it. 10, I'm not, I'm not so sure. No, 10, absolutely not. But for, for the meantime, Malcolm Brown? Sure. Why not? Sure. And another one, I believe he's eligible to come off the IR this week. How about Ty Montgomery in New England? Yeah, that's a good one. Pass catcher? That's a really good one. I I have one for you as well, who's been just being dropped left, right, and center. Uh, it's James Cook. I'm I'm still gonna beat the drum. The reps are the reps are there. The overall touches are not, but he just has to get a consistent run. If Buffalo gives him that consistent an run, that's that that also is part of it. If Devin Singletary does get injured, that's the one. Moss, I'm not worried about. Yeah, I like I'm looking at the options that I have down here. Like I have Caleb Huntley, I have Kyron Williams, I have Damian Williams, I have Kenny Gainwell as well. I'll talk about him in a minute. Jalen Warren, I have him down. I'll talk about him in a minute. Out of all of those names, James Cook is the one that jumps off the page and says, You pick him up. And if something happens to Devin Singletary, that guy is a league winner. Yeah. I, I don't agree. Really, I, I don't see that with any other name on here. Same thing. I think Isaiah Pacheco could be a, a league winner if something sure. happened to Clyde. Sure. Um, and he he's another one that passes the eye test. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Unless the Chiefs go ahead and get Christian McCaffrey. But, you know, you get the, you get my point. Yeah, there's a lot of those type of guys, bro. There there absolutely is. Uh, you know, there, there's no doubt about it. This is not a great week of waivers. It's a good week for stashes. So take that for what you will. You don't have to spend a ton of, uh, a ton of fab, but – how about J- how about Jalen Warren? Let's talk. Let's talk about him I- again. I I just think he's just a high lottery pick. If something happens to Najee Harris, and Jalen Warren is your guy. I don't know if he's going to be a top twelve option necessarily, but maybe he's like a top twenty four on a weekly basis. Sure, Jalen Warren could potentially be that if something happens to Najee. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, Tyrion Davis Price was another one that I had down. He doesn't really excite me that much. He's he's being out snapped now by Tevin Coleman. So he's basically the third guy. And then when Elijah Mitchell does come back, he's going to be relegated to being the fourth guy in the depth chart. So really t- the Tyrion Davis price doesn't really excite me all that much. Mm-hmm. And, like Tevin Coleman. Yeah. Is, you know what I'm saying? Is that, it's like good buddy, Marlon Mack. Oh God. Yeah. Don't get me started. Don't get me started. All right, let's go to the receivers. And the first one I'm bringing up right away is Rondell Moore. That that's, that's the that's the prize I would say for waivers this week. Granted, I know Robbie Anderson is there, but I think Rondell Moore is a much higher ceiling than than Robbie Anderson does. I think he's going to see a lot more time in the slot, and which helps him a ton. I think this is a guy that if you're really really desperate at receiver and you need receiver help, this is someone that you could push going. You know. 10, 15, maybe even 20% of your overall budget for? Uh, nah. Really? Doesn't excite me. 
Is it the player or is it the offense that doesn't excite you? It's the offense now that DeAndre Hopkins is back. I think if there was no DeAndre Hopkins coming back, yes, I would be very excited. But has Kyler Murray ever supported two fantasy-relevant wide receivers before? No. Or two fantasy-relevant pass I mean, Zach Ertz, I guess you could say. But DeAndre Hopkins was hurt a lot last year, too. You got to remember. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. The usage is there, though, with with more, which I like. Granted, it was also it's a, negative, go down. a negative game script. And it's going to go down. Yeah, 10 targets. I think this is this is one that I am pretty excited for, if I do say so myself. But if am I going to start him Thursday against New Orleans? No, it, it's a get, hold, and see what you get out of it. And, and maybe, who knows? Who knows? Maybe Rondell Moore has, has an unbelievable game on Thursday, and you're able to flip Rondell Moore for something. I agree. I think it's worth a, a little stab if you have the roster spot, but I'm not necessarily like blowing up my fab budget or dropping. I'm not going to lie to you. I think I'd rather have a valuable handcuff than Rondell Moore. Oh, I'd rather roster. have James Cook than Rondell Moore. Yeah. Another guy I forgot. I mean, I, I'm sorry to backtrack. Sony Michelle is a nice little stash too. If you're interested in handcuffs. Um, sure. Austin Eckler. But yeah, I don't know. This is an underwhelming week of wa- waivers for me. If Rondell Moore is the biggest priority ad, you know what I'm saying? Well, the one B on on this list has has to be Alec Pierce as well. I would rather have Pierce than Rondell Moore for whatever it's worth. Two of the last three games over eighty receiving yards and did not have over eighty receiving yards last week, but did score to win the game for the Indianapolis Colts. The only thing that's really bothering me with going out and spending on Pierce is he has the Garrett Wilson disease, where the coaches are holding him back. And he is not playing the full complement of share of, of snaps route. He's not running the full complement of routes. That hurts him tremendously. And that was that was the biggest thing with me with Garrett Wilson. Was yeah. he he was wasn't he wasn't playing enough. Yeah, well, the Jets want to run the ball eighty thousand times a game, which well, guess Jets what? Very, it's working. The Jets are very San Francisco 49er like with that. I don't know if you've really noticed, but I have. Yeah. I mean, listen, by all means. <laughs> Keep doing it. Whatever they're doing, keep doing it. Yeah. I don't yeah, care about fantasy. Um, keep doing that. Uh, but, yes, that I think that also has something to do with, with Garrett Wilson and uh, also the playing time as well. Um, Garrett Wilson makes a little too many rookie mistakes for me, too. I think that's why he doesn't play a lot, but that's another discussion for another day. Uh, shifting quickly to something else. Um, Elijah Moore with no targets. What's 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 he, going on, Mister Mister New York Jet? Did you see Did you see his tweet last night? Of course I did. It's not happy. Um, I'll tell you what's going on. They they just don't really throw the ball a lot. I know that sounds very like very cliche, but they don't really have a deep threat either. Elijah Moore is probably their fastest player. He he's like the default go route guy. Yeah, in an offense that doesn't throw the ball down the field. And well, Zach Wilson I, only dropped back eighteen times, so. Yeah, and to be honest with you, it's Corey Davis. When whenever Corey Davis plays, the GPS is on that guy for whatever. And Corey Davis has played well for the Jets. He's probably had the biggest catches the Jets have had all year. To be honest with you, if you look at all their wins this year, he's made a play in all their games. So we've always yeah. liked Corey Davis too. We've always been fans. Oh, we've been big fans. Yeah, love him. Um, Great guy. I, I think Elijah Moore's time is coming. I think if if he does get dropped to waivers, he could be a little um, speculative ad. But I just think he's a little too talented to be this uh, ineffective for 
this long. And if I know my Jets, somebody will get injured um, on the offense. I don't. I, I'm going to knock on every wooden object I have <laughs> in sight. But um, yeah, I think Elijah Moore's time is coming. I think he's a nice little dynasty by low. But that's kind of the the issue with Elijah Moore. It's not the playing time. It's just the role in the offense and just kind of how the game scripts are going lately, to be honest with you. Tyquan Thornton, two touchdowns to the Patriots. By oh. the way, Adam, it was two touchdowns. You told me it was one. It was two. I knew I wasn't smoking any sort of illegal substances. So I know my shit. Um, is he of interest? No, but there's another rookie that is of interest. Sure. How about Wondell Robinson for the Giants? Sure. They need a I mean, receiver. I got to throw the ball to somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe and... Kenny Galladay will be that guy. Oh, God, no. Oh, God, no. Yeah, he's one, interesting. One he's quick interesting. question, because I because I thought about offseason big contracts. Is Christian Kirk coming back down to earth? Um, I think so. Helps that he scored, though. Yeah, but are you really getting what you thought? No. Nah. Well, is it time to sell high over? Oh, yes. Yes. You're not you're not getting the price that you would have gotten maybe three weeks ago. Yeah. Interesting. I missed Which my sucks. time to sell high. Which sucks. Yeah, the Jaguars, they fool me. Oh yes. Oh yes. Um Here's one. Chase Claypool. No, my another one of my good. How about Brandon Ayuk? <laughs> hey, Brandon Ayuk, two touchdowns. Um, Sell high, please. 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 Is um, Chase Claypool, Claypool of any interest? He, he is, believe it or not. <laughs> I think he might be. I, uh, De- uh, Deontay Johnson, uh, you know. The, the, uh, like the problem that I have George with Pickens, it, he's got yeah. a score play pool. You know what I'm saying? And I think he's only scored like twice in the last two years. And I know this is like a cop out answer because yeah, Pat Fryermuth was there and Fryermuth really hasn't done much, but Fryermuth wasn't there and Claypool had his game. Fryermuth is gonna, probably going to be back this week versus Miami on Sunday night. Does Claypool do it again? No, probably not. Probably not exactly. So he, he's a guy that if you re- if you really want him, you put a zero dollar bid on him and you hope you get him. And if you don't, then it's like, oh, okay. Like put your money, take the zero dollar bid that you're putting towards. I actually, you know what? I take that back. Put a zero dollar bid on Ch- on Chase Claypool for the same player that you're going to drop for one of Alec Pierce. Rondell Moore or our good buddy Corey Davis. I would rather yeah. have all of those guys. Yeah, I gotta be honest with you too with Claypool. I wonder if he gets traded at the trade deadline. I, I've kind of like thought about that a little bit to let George Pickens play a little. I mean, Green Bay Packers can can then can we can we do something, please? Mm-hmm. What, what are we doing here? And here is here is the one of the ultimate stash plays. We talked about James Cook a minute ago. I'm going to keep pounding this one. Jameson Williams. Interesting. I was going to go with Sky Moore, potentially. Interesting. That was another name that I, ha- that I had on my list. We'll talk about James- Jameson Williams. We'll talk-, we'll talk about Sky Moore. With Jameson Williams, the thing, with- the thing here is 
We know he's talent. You know he's talented. We haven't seen it in the NFL yet, but who cares? Because we haven't seen it doesn't mean he can't be a league winner. The Lions' defense is absolutely freaking atrocious. And from weeks 8 to 18, week 8 is when he's first eligible to come off of IR. Well, it's, it is it is week 7. But Can then, I add something? What are the Lions bringing that guy back for this year? I don't really know. I wouldn't bring him back. You're going absolutely nowhere this year. I heard Dan I, Campbell may be on the hot seat in Detroit, too. A little spoiler alert. Uh, maybe. Maybe. I just thought, man, the matchups for Detroit, though, the rest of season are they're good. And so the playing it, time, you got to take into account. Like, sure, sure. You, you know what he cuts into what what he's going to compete with with Amon Ra, Josh Reynolds, TJ Hawkinson, TJ DeAndre Swift. Sure. But here are the matchups that he has the rest of season. So we'll go from week eight to week 18 because he's not going to play week seven versus Dallas. He has Miami. Not great. Green Bay, Chicago, the Giants, Buffalo, Jacksonville, Minnesota, and the fantasy playoffs, the Jets, the Panthers, the Bears. Oh, the Jets are not. Uh, two of three. Two of three. If I saw your something rules. out of him, I'd start him. Yeah, true. I wouldn't start. Listen, this isn't the same New York Jets of old on defense. Oh, no, I, I wouldn't start him against the Jets. We're, we're, you know, you think you're coming into New York and, uh, you know, ha- having a nice little homecoming week. We're going to take your lunch money. As as one of my one of my good, good pals says who listens to this podcast, the runways are closed. The runways are closed. And let me let me add a little something here that you'll appreciate here. Sure. Sauce Gardner, we need to put him in the same conversation with all the best corners in the National Football League. That guy is a stud. Yes, he is. An absolute – he's like our Micah Parsons, like our um, – uh, Jalen Ramsey when Jalen Ramsey was good. Was drafted. Like he's that cult- – when the Jaguars turned it around. He's a culture changer in my opinion. Thank goodness gracious we drafted that. I didn't want him either. I might might want to put it out there. I kind of wanted to go with Kayvon Thibodeau, who, by the way, made a nice little play yesterday when the Giants the game. But he won him the game. Thank God we drafted that guy. I don't. I'm telling you, bro. I think the Jets have like one win this year if they didn't have. So I hate to get off topic, but yes, don't play your fantasy receive. Don't see Jets and play all your fantasy guys moving forward. What about Sky Moore? What intrigues? You? I like Sky. Well, I mean, it's the Chiefs' offense, and also the receivers of the Chiefs. Like, let's face it, bro. They're not any Marquez Valdez Scantling. I started him this week. Fuck. Me. Excuse my French, but. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it's the Chiefs' offense. They drafted the kid in the second round. The Chiefs have notoriously brought rookies along a little slow, unless yep. you're Kareem Hunt and like everybody gets hurt. And they, you just see what I'm saying? I mean, um, we're still waiting for Miko Hardman. So, <laughs> I, I I heard Mikko I heard that take this week. I heard that Mikko take. Hardman. When Miko Hardman scored, so, someone actually had the audacity to text me. Miko Hardman uh, has arrived? Question mark. I wanted to throw up. Arrived. He's isn't he? Hasn't he been in the league for like four years now? He's been in the league for four years. He's a free agent after the year. The, the, well, the thing is with Sky Moore is though he's always been like very raw and like coming. I, I, where did he go? Like Wake Forest? I think he went to college. Yes. 
like Wake Forest, the NFL, and I keep, I kept trying to advise everybody this was like, you know, other small school receivers like Christian Watson, and we even saw this with Corey Davis when he broke into the NFL, and like Antonio Brown was not Antonio Brown when he came into the NFL. These small school guys take a little bit of time. Andy Reid knows more about offense than you and all their coaches in all likelihood. They drafted him for a reason. I think they're trying to bring him up to speed, and then there, there will be a week where Sky Moore has a very – very, very good week, and we're on here saying, yeah, he's the number one waiver ad this week. I believe it. No, I believe it. Especially if you're if you're a receiver that's gonna be catching that's catching passes from Patrick Mahomes, you're you're gonna have value. Agreed. You're gonna have speculative sort of ad to a T. Agreed. And then for the tight ends, just the yeah. tight end position. What a what a time. What a time to just go in and search the tight end position. <laughs> It's an embarrassment. I mean, we'll 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 hit this we'll hit this one quick because I want to talk about uh, defenses and streaming defenses. Uh, Robert Tunyon, are you adding him? I am. How much how much fab would you be throwing on on Tunyon? If my tight end sucked, I would throw a third of my budget on Robert Tunyon. He's I think he has to be the Packers' best second best pass catcher currently right now. Rest of season, Tunyon or Dawson Knox. Tunyon, how about my start? I didn't have all great starts of the week. He didn't score. Fuck Tom Brady. Two <laughs> curses in one podcast, man. Look What's wrong with you? Into. What's wrong with you? Yeah. I was going to be- pick Joe Burrow, but I didn't want to go three straight weeks with Joe Burrow. I should have picked Joe Burrow to be completely I didn't want to do it three straight. That was my thing. Next time I am. Yeah, I had a, ba- I had a bad week with, with uh, my starts of the week. Bad, 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 yeah, bad, bad. It, bad. it could have been better for me. Uh, Mike Kosicki, are you picking him up? What kind of a question is that? <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, what about Daniel Bellinger? No. Interesting. Interesting. No. I like uh, the upside that Bellinger brings to the table. In 12, in 12 team leagues, I think he's worth it as a second tight end. And he won't cost too much. Okay, maybe. But I, me personally, no. There is one, though, that I think I, I'm a little surprised that he's not owned in more places. I like the looks he gets. Is it Evan Ingram? It is Evan Ingram. That was next to my list. I like Evan Ingram. And, and, I believe, and I believe he's on a one-year contract, too. And you know what one-year contracts entail of playing, playing for more for money. Cash. And and it's an Evan Ingram revenge game this week. Oh, brother, I'm firing him up. Oh, <laughs> the revenge games are... All the shit that he's taken from Giants fans. Oh, he's scoring this week. He's scoring. A hundred percent. I love it. A hundred percent he is scoring. You cannot convince me otherwise. Evan Ingram is scoring this week. And my last one that I have on the list, what about Hunter Henry scored against Cleveland? Uh, I'm a little interested in him, especially with John U. Smith being hurt. Mm-hmm. He's back on my, uh, with Mac Jones. By the way, is Mac Jones getting his job back? Are we sure of that? <laughs> I mean, uh, I, I, I literally, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. Bailey is Zappi is, looks is Car- great. <laughs> is Carolina going to fork over the farm for Mac Jones to be? They uh, might. They might. <laughs> I give, mean, Bill, a- give Bill Belichick the hall for his next dynasty. Bill Belichick, twenty more years. Uh yeah. Don't don't stop. We don't want to get that carried away. Um, but yeah, I am interested in Hunter Henry. Let's go through the games for week seven and give the defenses that you would start for each game. 
Saints, Cardinals, any defense that you would start? Absolutely not. Packers, Commanders. Packers. I would start the Packers. I would. Browns, Ravens. I would start the Ravens. I would start the Ravens. Bucks, Panthers, obviously you're starting the Bucks. I think they have to be the number one fantasy defense this week. They are my number one fantasy defense. They, they have to be. Falcons, Bengals. I don't want to start either one, to be honest. No. High-scoring game, these Atlanta Falcons. Yep. Uh, Lions, Cowboys, you started the Cowboys. Yeah. Giants, Jaguars. I would start the Giants. I think I would. But I think I, I would. Personally not. But if I had to pick one, I would pick the Giants. Yeah, they're they're a top, they're a borderline top 12 play for me. Fair. Colts, Titans. Neither. Neither for me. Texans, Raiders. Neither. Uh, I would start the Raiders, potentially. Uh, potentially. I think Damian Pierce. Dum, 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 dum. I think Damian Pierce is a great sell high right now. If you have the opportunity to do it, I would, I would. sell him so high. I mean, the, I had some clown tell me yesterday that Brees Hall isn't the offensive rookie. I'm like, what are we doing here? It has to be Brees Hall. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. I was I was sent this offer in my keeper league. Damian Pierce would be worth a sixth rounder to keep next year. I'm in a position where I can win this year. Am I training Damian Pierce and other pieces for Joe Mixon? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. If you can win this year, oh, yeah. For a what? Yeah. Ben, okay. I don't know, bro. Bengals offense, <laughs> Davis Mills. Uh, what are we doing here? Come That's on. fair. That is very fair. Uh, Jets and the Broncos. I would start both defenses here. I think I think I would start the Jets before the Broncos, to be honest with you. Because I, I don't think the, I do have yeah. the Broncos higher, but the Jets are, are still a top 15 play for me. I like them. You see, I think the Broncos are stupid enough to throw the ball more. Leading to potentially fair. some more interception and Nathaniel Hackett. I mean, I think the Jets can win this game this week again. Hey, what did I tell you? If they beat the Packers, that's a statement win. And they beat the Packers handedly. I mean, are the Denver Broncos that great? Nope. No, 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 they are not. Uh, Chiefs 49ers. No, thank you. Yeah, no. Seahawks and the Chargers. No, thank you. No. Steelers and the Dolphins. I like the Dolphins. I like the Dolphins, too. And I tell you what, depending on the health situation of the Steelers and pending it's Teddy Bridgewater and not Tua, I see a case. I think at 3-3, three and three, Tua's playing Sunday night. I do, too. And in that case, and that case, Steelers are off to start right off. Let me tell you something. Tua's a great start. You know why? Think long and hard. Ooh. Tua is a good start Sunday night. Well, the stars do come out on Sunday. No, no, no. That has nothing to do with Tua's not a star. Forget that. Think long and hard. Hmm. You're a smart guy that knows oh, a lot about football. A Brian Flores revenge game. Yep. Yeah. No wonder Tua. why this game is on Sunday night football. Oh, shit. To his revenge game against Brian Flores. Oh my God! And the Bears oh, and the oh, over over under twenty five times Brian Flores is shown on the broadcast. I, oh oh over over. It'll be all night. Over over hundred percent. And they'll they'll have some story. They'll have some feature piece where Brian Flores 
Yep. Talks about how his mistreatment from the Dolphins. They paint the Dolphins as a terrible, mean, awful organization. Like, yeah. Oh God. That that could be a game where, quite honestly, and you know me, I love my football. I'm gonna watch my football no matter what. That could be a game where I just put on a second TV or on a second monitor, and have have the season finale of House of the Dragon on 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 the main TV. Quite honestly. Quite honestly. <laughs> And then finally, Bears and the Patriots. Love the Patriots defense this week. Especially on Monday night. Oh, my home. God. that That's like win me my matchup, make somebody else miserable type mm. material. Yes, I think so. I think so. Patriots are a very, very, very good play. Especially with that Monday night. You get a piece of Monday with the Pats defense. Mm. Like that. Like that a lot. Well, that is going to be it. For the waiver show this week. That is going to be it for this edition of the Baseball Talk Podcast Fantasy Show. Jake and I will be back on Wednesday with the Week 7 preview. And then Jake and I will be back on Saturday with the mailbag. Send in your questions for the mailbag. We will be getting to that on Saturday. You can ask us anything you want. Trade deadlines are coming. So if you have any trade suggestions that you want to put in there. Or maybe even trade ideas. Throw them in there. Of course with your start sits. Your league dilemmas your league controversies, call somebody out, put names in there, put names in there. And Jake, by the way, nobody yet has shown me Skylar Thompson or Taysom Hill in their lineups. I almost started Skylar Thompson. And I, it was it was looking decent at the start of the day. Jalen Waddle on the big pass, he got hurt. So I'm yeah. not, not going to take a full L on that one. He didn't play the full game. Come on. No, he didn't play. He didn't play the full game. So you, you you can't take the full L on it. And when he did play, he looked good. So you can't take the full L. But for Jake, I am Bird. Thank you so much for listening. And we will catch you on the next one. Bye-bye.